Hey, everybody. Welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast, episode number 56. Hello. Welcome, friends. Hey, we're back for another fun week. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for coming back and taking the ride. We appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, not much to talk about this week, uh, except for no. fake headlines. Yeah, let's we, let's do it. We're just going to jump into it. We've got our tea. We've got our... Uh, I'm drinking a CBD oil-infused tea. I think I'm drinking... What is it? Earl Grey? Earl, uh, yeah, you're having an English breakfast. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm guessing with this tea that I'm drinking, in about 20 minutes, you're going to start hearing the sitar being played, and it's going to be me as I just, take a musical journey. You're going to be so calm <laughs> and relaxed. Uh, and we did yoga earlier, too. This is a very relaxing evening for me. Yeah, I know. You're you're so uh, stressless right now. <laughs> in the words of the great band Bush, everything's zen. <laughs> So dumb. I know. So anyway, uh, this is Fake Headlines Podcast. What we do is we have uh, spent the week combing the internet for a strange headline, a strange story. Mm -hmm. And then we have made up a couple of headlines on our own, uh, equally bizarre. And we're going to pitch them to each other. And we're going to try to guess which one is real. And we're going to figure out what these articles might be about along the way. Yeah. Sound like a good time? That sounds like the best time. Everybody out there on board? We'll take yeah, that as okay. yes. Yeah, right, yeah. Sure. All right. A little hesitation, but it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. We'll get there. Yeah. All right. So, Tiffany, here are my three headlines for the week. Okay. All right. Headline number one. Breakfast in bed world record broken in South Africa. <laughs> Breakfast in bed world record broken in South Africa. Headline number two. Spammers are stealing voices for deep fake ransoms. Oh. Spammers are stealing voices for deep fake ransoms. And headline number three, potato accident at work leads to termination. (laughs) Potato accident at work leads to termination. So Tiffany Dillon, my wife, only one of those headlines is actually real. Let's chat about them. Okay. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Breakfast in bed, world record broken in South Africa. Yeah. What on earth could that mean? Hmm. Uh, I don't know a lot about South Africa, but it's really nice to know that all the way across the world, uh, other people are enjoying the luxury of having their husbands bring them breakfast in bed. <laughs> That's what this means, right? Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, it could be the other way around, perhaps. It doesn't have to necessarily be the husband bringing breakfast in bed. But that's what you do. That's what I do. That's our custom. That's, that's in, our norm. In the Dylan household. Yeah. <laughs> and I love it. Uh, it is a world, like, uh, so it is a world record. So why not uh, it be broke somewhere other than the United States? Or the Dylan household. Or the Dylan household. I don't know. Uh so does that mean it's like, this is, this is what I'm picturing in my brain, mm-hmm. a giant bed filled with a lot of people. Oh, okay. Eating breakfast. Like maybe like a uh, football stadium sized bed. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm imagining. And poached eggs for everybody. Yeah. But like no one's like in the middle of the bed. It's just like everyone around the edge. <laughs> Their feet dangling. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to be the one in the middle of the bed with the eggs. Yeah, no. you don't want you don't want someone else's feet by your eggs. Oh no, 
Talk about Benedict. That's stupid. I'm sorry, but I apologize. Um, yeah, I kind of imagine that too. Or maybe it's the size of the breakfast, perhaps. Could be a world record for the biggest breakfast in bed, perhaps. Oh, like a eight-course breakfast? Right. Yeah, like something that's lowered down on an intricate series of pulleys. That sounds like a real dream. Like a, I love breakfast <laughs> so much. <laughs> like a depth charge size omelet, like just a giant parachute of an omelet. I'm all about like just having so much breakfast just appear before me. And I married the right person, but <laughs> I make breakfast appear before you every weekend. Mm-hmm. I just wake up and it's there. Yeah. I like, to, so I like cool. to spoil you. I like to spoil you. <laughs> I also like to atone for my sins of the week as well. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I said that. Oh. Sh- sorry. I said that shitty thing on Thursday. Here's a breakfast bagel sandwich. <laughs> All is forgotten. <laughs> Uh, hey, remember that fight we had on Tuesday morning? Well, <laughs> I made pancakes. <laughs> we don't really fight that often. No. So you think it's just the, it, uh, the world record is based on the quantity of breakfast items? It could be. I don't know. Or it could be the Not number by, of people. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It was the number of people. Yeah, that's yeah. why I was imagining like a, a, a giant, giant bed. bed. I do like that idea. Yeah. But like maybe maybe it's like everyone has separate beds in a oh, football stadium. Okay, you know what I mean. So it's like everyone has like a twin size bed. Right. <laughs> that sounds nice. That's cozy. And then there's like a reasonable distance between you and someone else, like a footboard and a headboard. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like no fair. toes by your pancakes. Don't want toes in the pancakes. Don't no. go, don't keep those toes out of the pancakes. <laughs> you get sticky toes from the syrup. That better be hollandaise Ooh. on your toes because that is gross. Yeah. What? 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 I don't know. <laughs> um, I would prefer like a nice craftmatic bed so I could like lift up and just kind of sit up in bed. Okay. I would prefer that. Yeah, I I uh, I prefer the f- fluffing of the pillows. <laughs> I I demand uh to just you know have a a giant bouquet of pillows pillows behind me. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, and then they're that's fair. they're fluffed up and. You know, when I'm done eating breakfast, I can just go back to sleep. Yeah, you want to be propped up, but you want still want to be comfortable. Yeah. 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 Okay, that's fair enough. I would, I kind of, I see where you're going with this. I think I would agree with you. It's probably more of a, uh, a quantity of people versus quantity of sausage links. Yeah. Oh, I was just imagining like, you know how they have uh, hot dog eating contests. Oh no. I don't want breakfast to be ruined for me. <laughs> I it makes me want to puke when I see those people eating. I can't even describe <laughs> it. It's just it's like automatic want to throw up. Is there anything that you is there any breakfast item that you would be able to uh, you think it would do well with in if in an eating contest? No, I don't think so because I don't want to eat something so much that I throw up. Okay. So you're not into food contests at all? No, it's not. Oh, so gross. What about you? I don't. I don't think I could do it. I think I could. I think I would do well in a chip and salsa eating contest. That's not breakfast. I thought we were limited to. (laughs) You don't see what I eat before I make you breakfast. (laughs) You think I just wake up and don't eat anything and then make you pancakes? (laughs) That fire is the fuel that is being burned is chip and salsa. Oh, I see. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if anyone's ever wondered what Kevin runs on, it's chips and salsa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, I don't know. Breakfast, uh, breakfast foods that I could eat a lot of. I don't really. I don't think I really could. I think there's there's, I think there's limits there for me. Yeah, maybe a smoothie. I think I could probably down a couple of those. Yeah. I would just feel bad about eating all that food though. Oh, not me. Okay, then the answer is waffles. <laughs> yeah, you could you could do that. I would devour some waffles. I think I could see you do, doing like a waffle eating contest. No, I would still eat them like a goddamn lady. <laughs> Thank you very much. You would just take advantage of the free waffles for the contest and then just enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Come in last and just yeah. enjoy a giant stack of waffles. I just imagine myself sitting there um, very calmly enjoying a waffle as much as Ron Swanson would enjoy a steak. <laughs> I see everybody else in the contest just like dipping them in water and like, you know, all the gross things from, I know, I know. I would have to have blinders up so that I could just properly <laughs> enjoy. Would, Excuse me, pass the butter, please. I, I just need to a little bit more on, onto my waffle. Okay. Uh, the pure maple syrup, please. Okay. Thank you. Go on with your water eating. <laughs> you would you would let everyone just devour everything and you would just casually pull out like a napkin and tuck it into your shirt collar. <laughs> Take your time. <laughs> Pour my freshly squeezed orange juice yeah. <laughs> that, that I've pulled out of my bag. You and just, then out of another bag, I pull out some champagne and just fix myself a mimosa. <laughs> you just like having breakfast in public in front of on stage. Basically. <laughs> That's what you want to do. <laughs> That's a dream come true, yeah. <laughs> to be on stage eating my favorite food, yeah. Nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, so I think it must have been like a, a situation with a, with a giant bed of some kind. People piled on. Hopefully, like you said, hopefully everybody had their own designated space and it just wasn't like a like an orgy of maple syrup and toes. Ooh. Ooh. Like I, <laughs> when you said it was one bed, I just imagine so many people just piled in, like like a. Charlie's family and Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory. Everybody's <laughs> <laughs> just piled in bed all day in the, yeah. li- in the living room. Ugh. What a way to live. That's Awful. how I want to retire. <laughs> and just be propped up in a bed with a television going. That's all I ask for. <laughs> like, I don't want to, ret- like, I know I'm never going to be a millionaire. I know that I'm not going to have a ton of money when I retire. But as long as I can get propped up in a bed, my own bed somewhere my own place watching television i'll be happy yeah i just want to be sad (laughs) what a sad dream yeah (laughs) well we all have dreams (laughs) that's that's a positive outtake from that right outtake is that the right word for that um takeaway yeah i think takeaway is the word you're looking for so that's the one positive takeaway we can take from all that we all have dreams we all have dreams we all have dreams uh speaking of dreams i do not have dreams of being a spammer but i do have dreams of never being victim to one (laughs) so yeah so spammers are stealing voices for deep fake ransoms this is terrifying so like if you if they were to take my voice they would take it alter it deepen it and then use it as like a scary voice what? No, you're taking it very literally, and it's, oh. it's not that. Oh, it's much more nefarious. Oh, so are you familiar with the deep fake thing that's happening right now with videos? So- oh, I uh, yeah, like where it looks like a face is talking 
like uh like um, Barack Obama and Jordan Peele did yeah. that thing, right? So th- there's this new thing happening right now where where people are getting their voices stolen so that they can be used in deep fake videos that'll be made to look like them and then people are using them to get ransom to in a ransom situation. Like so, a, so to make it look like you have um uh uh so it looks like you've been kidnapped well, and then your family pays money? That's one possibly one scenario. So the video would be you, you someone could make a video of you doing something and obviously it's not you really doing it, but would you want someone to would you want this video released into the wild where your credibility could be damaged or so people are using this to try to uh extract money from people? Oh, okay. I see I see what you're saying, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what you're saying is that we're screwed. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> terrific. <laughs> this is a very dangerous technology. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I'm uh, I'm terrified because now it'll also be a thing. Was that too low? Yeah, you were too low. Uh, it'll also be a thing where it will destroy what's left of people's uh, belief in credible television news and reporting i know i mean just think of what sort of uh boot quaking fear bigfoot is feeling right now (laughs) you know what i mean like everyone's gonna know there's not gonna be any blur it's just gonna be like oh there he is that's that's a real bigfoot Uh, there's no discounting that. And then you just hear like whatever the Yelp it is that they do. <laughs> <laughs> the Loch Ness Monster suddenly is talking and he's everywhere. It's like, come on, man. I know. Like enough. Get get out of here, you uh, media hungry <laughs> water snake. I, th- <laughs> I thought dinosaurs were supposed to be eat vegetation, not... I didn't realize they were hungry for media attention. Yeah, geez. Ugh. Is that what it is? Is it a dinosaur? They think it's a dinosaur? I think so. I think they think it's one of those uh, water dinosaurs. <laughs> I don't know anything. <laughs> I am not a bright I am not a bright person. <laughs> I had never once considered the Loch Ness being a dinosaur. Yeah. I just I just in my brain just assumed it was a really big water beast. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's one of the ideas is that it's a uh, like a plesiosaurus or something like that. <laughs> Did I make that up? I think you're a plesiosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's uh, the idea that it is a... I enjoy it when you make me a plesiosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, we won't. Uh, I think it's, <laughs> I think there's the idea that the Loch Ness Monster is a holdover of a certain kind of dinosaur that lived in the water that somehow being deep below Loch Ness was able to survive while the rest of its kind was wiped out. Oh, that's so sad. When <laughs> <laughs> you put it that way. <laughs> what do you mean all my friends are dead? <laughs> like, 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 hey guys, I'm back from the bottom of the... Guys, <laughs> 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 oh, oh, 
I wonder. I wonder. That's a really funny T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> what is a plesiosaurus? Yeah, that's. I was right. Yeah, so a plesiosaurus is a genus of extinct large marine something reptile that lived during the early part of the Jurassic period. Isn't that something? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know it was called that. I didn't. I'm impressed that I uh, remembered that. Oh yeah, I've seen those before. Yeah. I guess I just assumed Nessie had more of a camelback. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, that was actually his chest. Very, <laughs> he's very self conscious of that, Tiffany. <laughs> Better than her toes. He was the first. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you thought that the Loch Ness monster was just this one of a kind, just yeah. beast. Well, yeah. I mean, it makes total sense. I just never. <laughs> I mean, why would why wouldn't you think that? You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, unless you're a dork who's read a Loch Ness monster book when they were a kid. Oh, that's really cute. <laughs> Aw, you guys, we've been together for so long. We're still learning new things about each other. <laughs> Uh, so uh more about this terrifying technology yes yes so the ability to and and it's it's going to start off being uh, i'm starting to sound like a conspiracy theorist guy so whoa terrific but um Uh, tell me more about your belief in loch ness (laughs) i know i guess i'm not far off from being a conspiracy theorist i mean i believe in the loch ness monster so it's just a (laughs) a small jump over the lock and you're right there with all this other bullshit so uh anyway um the deep fake stuff so i was watching a little bit of a video of the highlights of the new iphone operating system that'll be coming out with the new iphones in the next couple months and one of the features it had with the camera was this augmented reality stuff where Ew, there's some of I that. Don't, I don't want that. There's some of that now where you can take your phone and like maybe like they were showing something, uh, something outside of Toronto. I think it was where, and I mean, it happens everywhere, but this happened to be the particular story I was watching. You would like aim your phone. You would look through the phone, like the front of your phone. You wouldn't like look through the camera. You know what I mean? You would just look through the yes, screen. Yes, I understand what you're saying. You know how phones work. Why am I spending so much time describing this? Um, you would aim it at something and you would see like a building there that really wasn't there. Like maybe. Okay. So telling you the history, like, like, so yeah. at one point, you know, in this place stood, uh, a very historic mansion and then it was torn down for a parking lot. Right. And then it was turned into yeah. an aquarium for the Loch Ness monster. Right. Right. So that kind of technology currently exists, but with the new iPhone, there is this very easily usable feature where you can just insert yourself into like a world like that. Like there's no green screen needed. It's just like you're okay. And it looked pretty impressive, but of course it may not look as good when people are using it out in the real world. But like there was a video of this woman walking around and there was like all these things there that really weren't there. Right. And it's like, this is too easy. (laughs) <laughs> this is too easy for people. We yeah. don't. We should not have access to this. Yeah, it starts I off agree. very innocently. It's all very innocent right now. Uh huh. But it's going to lead to something horrible. I got to go out to the street corner and preach. I know you got to. We got to find you a box. <laughs> we got to spread the word about the cancerous technology that's about to invade our eyeballs and ears and brains <laughs> all of our senses all of our senses what would you do like say if somebody contacted you and they had 
a fake video of you like saying something where it looked like you saying something awful, would you pay money to have it go away or would you just let it happen? Whatever they're going to do, what they're going to do with it and just fight, fight back however you can. Um, well, I think I would have to go with option B because I don't have any money. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I laugh because I'm in the same boat. We share. We finances. know. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, I think that, uh, I think that I would mm. know and uh, that it wasn't me and I would believe that people who knew me would also know that wasn't me. Gotcha. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. very genuine when I talk to people. Like, there's no beating around the bush. If I don't like you, you can usually figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a hint? Baby. I know. Uh, I think you're right. I think for, uh, the, so let's just say for the average person, you're probably correct. This would be not something. Uh... Yeah. I think for someone in the public eye, it's a bit more risky. Yeah. I, and it depends on. Could seeing these videos. There's a lot of dumb dumbs out there. There's a lot of people who would probably just believe it. Yeah, that's scary. Even if you even if you knew that it wasn't real, would it still affect you subconsciously in some way? Yeah, because you'd probably be questioning everything even more. Right. I mean, we already do. Yeah. Right. We do. Right. Yeah. Ugh. This is a terrifying time to be alive. Kevin, why did you bring this up? I don't know. It was the headline. It was the headline. I don't know. Now I'm just, you know, we went from something so great, just, you know, this great breakfast scenario. <laughs> a giant bed. To. There were stacks of waffles. Yeah. And, and to this, this terrible thing where no, nothing is real. To this. Uh, where black, everything is a Westworld. It's a black mirror Westworld. And I don't want it. All right. Let's move on to the next article then. I don't like it. All right. It's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Potato accident at work leads to termination. A potato accident? Yes. An accident? Yeah, what could it be? Mashed potatoes to the face. <laughs> I think... A uh, mashed potato, sweet potato pie, right to the face. There's nothing that, more funny than a pie in the face. Is, a, is there such thing as a mashed potato, sweet potato pie? <laughs> no, I just made it up. That sounds freaking awesome. <laughs> oh my God. Dude, There's a sweet potato pie. I've never had that before. I've never had that either. But I, I think it's like a pumpkin pie sort of thing. That's what I would. That's what I would guess too. Uh, I, I think from this article headline, I don't think the potato accident was just whipping a potato at your boss and claiming it was an accident. Mm-hmm. I think there was more to it than that. Although, haven't you wanted to? So do it that? was a a comical, more like a banana peel slip sort of thing that your boss happened to be involved in. Sure. Yeah. That's what I'm going to tell the corporate lawyers. There was a incident where. Uh, dollop of potatoes <laughs> found its way onto the floor uh unbeknownst to me this dollop occurred uh when my boss walking behind me slipped and fell straight down onto their back oh and it this incident led to my termination <laughs> That's that's my report to the lawyer, uh, the f- according to the person involved in the incident. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds very plausible. Yeah. I think so. Now, is it true, Tiffany, that you were seen with bacon bits near the scene of the crime? N- no, only chives. <laughs> well, that story doesn't chive well with me. You're a real sour cream, you know that? 
Real sour cream. Why do you, why do you cheddar up? <laughs> Foiled again. You cook potatoes in foil. Um, <laughs> it's always a good pun when you have to explain it with a casual whisper. Those are my favorite, yeah. Casual whispers. Yeah. Name of my ska band. Uh-huh. side note it's really funny that ska has been coming up so much in pop culture yeah it's another i think it's another situation where we have uh willed something into existence (laughs) uh here's something from 20 years ago that hasn't been relevant in a while ska (laughs) my husband kevin dylan (laughs) kevin (laughs) i uh yeah we, we joke around about ska quite a bit in our in our personal lives and we we also love it uh and it was also Brought up on here a few times. We've yeah. talked about it on here. And then today there was a, a series of articles that I fell down a rabbit hole while brushing my teeth and looking at my phone. You really shouldn't do that. No, I think you were brushing your teeth and I was telling you about it. Yeah. Uh, Mayor, New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio has gone on record saying that he is a fan of ska music. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah. Yes. And then there was the Twitter account for Serge Cola. <laughs> tweeted out I love ska or something like that <laughs> <laughs> it's like twice it's happened another fun thing from the 90s huh I love that I mean it feels like we sometimes we will something into existence by talking about it a lot but it, it has only manifested in two sort of mid-level things in the scale of world popularity mm-hmm. uh, mentioning it <laughs> yeah so even if like I don't know millions of dollars made its way in my proximity, that would be cool. Yeah, thank you for putting that one out there again. You're welcome. It's got to come back one of these days. I just, it's, it's got to happen. It's got to. I really need it. <laughs> <laughs> um, what were we talking about? A potato and uh, accident? Yes. It's an accident. So it's not an incident. It's an accident. So. Maybe it is an incident. How could this accident lead to termination? I don't know. Was it really an accident? What if it was a whole potato Mm. that was involved in a silly, playful game of catch? Oh. And the potato, uncooked, is is a little hard, you know? So someone whips the potato. As you would. And uh, it it breaks right through uh, the boss's window. There you go. Breaks it. You know what? Knocks over their favorite trophy of bossing. <laughs> World's best boss mug? Yeah. Uh, do you think this was at a French fry factory? Uh-uh. What do you think this was? I think this Geico? was... No, I, I think it was uh, probably at a uh, Whole Foods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine a lot of people are just bringing a, uh, a raw potato to work and then baking a potato in the microwave for lunch. I don't know. It might happen. happen? Would, I don't know. Who would do that? I don't know what people eat. What a psychopath. Some people cook fish at work. Ugh, it's the worst. It's weird. Like the, we were waiting in line the other day for the microwave, and someone had like five different containers, and they were microwaving separately, and then mixed them all together. Yeah, just do do your food prep at home. Yeah, we don't we don't need to, we don't have time for no that. No one has time for that. No. Ugh. It has been one week since we had a potato accident. Someone has to flip that sign over. I know. Every time. Yeah. Ah. What, do, what do you think the potato accident is? Give me give me a scenario, Kevin. Hmm. 
Well, the potato accident at work leads to termination. I, I, maybe it was a situation where someone slipped on a potato. Maybe somebody was eating a baked potato, left the skin behind. Oh, didn't even think about that. The skin being as slippery as a banana peel, Uh huh. according to Tuber Magazine. Cl- <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. And then someone slipped and fell. Uh-huh. And as they were falling down, took someone down with them. Oh, okay. They had a skirmish and then they were both, then they were both terminated. I don't know. That was it. That's all I have. Okay. So it was a domino effect. I think it was, a, I think it was a series of things, an unfortunate series of potato events. Okay. Is I think what happened. Okay. Oh, mm. that's sad. Yeah. The potato incident. The potato incident. <sighs> What's your, what's your favorite uh, way to have a potato? Oh, I love all potatoes. <laughs> you love all of your children equally. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I love a good tot, you know? <laughs> I like a mashed. Hmm. I like a good smashed potato. That's a good way to have it. I also really love potato salad. Oh, I never thought of that. What if you could only have one? French fries. <laughs> I love how you listed off all these other things. Oh, I love tots and mashed potatoes, potato salad. And then which one could you only have? And then you just pick something that we hadn't even mentioned yet. <laughs> French fries. <laughs> Curly or steak? Uh, shoe, shoestring. Oh, once again. A little curveball. Yeah. A little curveball. Look, I know what I like. Your little potato curveball, you? Yeah, I love potatoes. Mm. <laughs> uh, okay, Kevin. Uh, what kind of potato would you? I'm going to go with French fries, too. Uh, okay. Yeah, and uh, there's no there's no debating it for me. No? I think I could eat it. I think I could win a French fry eating contest, too. Oh. Yeah, I could I could eat those pretty much nonstop. Wow. As you can tell by my bulbous stomach. <laughs> That's not even a thought that crossed my mind. So you're trying to tell me that one of these is real, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're trying to real, huh? I like the way you said that. That's a big idea, huh? Trying to trick me or something? Hey, mister. I'm going to go with the spammer story. Mm. You seem to know a lot about it. You seem <laughs> to really sell me on it. Let's try it. You seem to feel very passionate about how terrible it is. I know. Well, it is very terrible, and uh, thankfully it is not real. Okay, good. Yes. Good. Thank you. You're welcome. Breakfast. You think breakfast in bed world record was broken? That just sounds so fun. It does sound fun. And it is real. Yay! Breakfast in bed world record broken in South Africa. This is from May 23rd, according to uh, United Press International. Mm. Listen to this. I love it. A total of 574 people climbed into beds and dined on morning cuisine in South Africa to break the Guinness world record for most people eating breakfast in bed. So they uh, they did have all their own separate beds then. They did. You were very like I almost feel like you could have organized this thing. <laughs> Let me tell you how it's done. 
I'm trying to bring up the... There's a little video of it here. I'm trying to bring it up. No toes in the eggs. No... You don't want toes in the eggs. No. You want them whisked, but not that way. Okay, people are cheering. So you can kind of see all these people lined up. Eating breakfast in bed together. That sounds so fun. That does sound fun. They got great music playing, too. Yeah. What a delight. What a delightful thing. Uh, Cappy, a Coca-Cola company juice brand, gathered 574 volunteers in Johannesburg and had them each sit in bed while eating the Guinness required two food items and one beverage. I guess that's what they quantify as breakfast. It has to be two food items and one beverage. Okay. I'm, huh. trying, I'm looking back on our breakfast. Is that what we normally have? Like eggs and toast. Two food items and a beverage? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Coffee. Coffee, yeah. Uh, Guinness uh, confirmed the attempt to surpass the previous record of 418 people eating breakfast in bed at the same time. And here's one nice thing. The beds used for the attempt were later donated to several charities and hospices around the area. Oh, I love that. So that's pretty good, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's it? That's the whole article? That's the whole thing. I mean, what more do you need? I know. I know. Wow. It was short. It was a good story. It yeah. was short and to the point. It involved breakfast. If, excuse me, um, world record breakers, uh, if if there's ever an event where people are uh, attempting to break the world record for the most people eating breakfast in bed again, please alert me. I will be there <laughs> with my order ready and... Stomach a growling. <laughs> I love that uh, there's so many bizarre categories for the Guinness people that they have to just travel the world constantly. That sounds so fun. Like, hello, Guinness, we have an idea. How about all the, the most people eating breakfast in bed? Can you be here Thursday? <laughs> Terrific. All right. See you then. Okay, Kevin, are you ready for mine? I am ready. All right. My three headlines. Good luck with this. Thank you. Happy Tooth Day. (laughs) This century-old family tradition has the whole town smiling big. (laughs) Happy Tooth Day. This century-old family tradition has the whole town smiling big. (laughs) Okay. Headline number two. New study shows the mental health benefits of doing one childlike activity per day. Hmm. New study shows the mental health benefits of doing one childlike activity per day. And headline number three. Okay. That's a latte. (laughs) (laughs) Bay Area Shop brews $75 cups of coffee. Oh, God. That's a latte. Bay Area Shop brews $75 cups of coffee. Oh, my God. With the cost of co- uh, cost of living in that part of the country, $75 probably isn't that unreasonable. I know. It's probably like, oh, <laughs> that's it? Okay. Oh, $75 for this cup of coffee? Oh, huh. that's nothing. I make $20 billion a year. I work in the Silicon Valley. So My rent's $500 million. <laughs> you know that bed that everybody had the breakfast in bed in championships in? I own that bed now. That's what I sleep all in. All of them. <laughs> and and all the pe- breakfast. <laughs> and all those people work for me now, see? 
Happy Tooth Day. Century-old family tradition has whole town smiling big. Yeah. What could this be? Happy Tooth Day. Yeah. Is it like a tooth fairy situation? Yeah, I think it has to do with uh, someone's someone losing their first tooth. Yeah. So they lose the first tooth and they i just had this idea of the of like a you leave it at the front door or something and then the town kind of people kind of it's kind of like a, a reverse trick-or-treat type thing where people drop off a tooth <laughs> it's a tooth tooth for candy exchange that happens <laughs> tooth for tots tooth, please give to tooth for tots <laughs> Come on down to Tooth for Tots. <laughs> I can't, I got tongue tied. Come on down for Tooth for Tots tater tot dinner to raise money <laughs> for more Tots teeth. <laughs> oh, that's a great cause. That's a good one. I just imagine a little kid smiling, but he had tater tots for teeth. That's, that's not what we're talking about. I knew your brain went somewhere. I watched it happen on your face. Yeah, so I think it has to do with that. I mean, it's a century-long tradition. Yeah, so this sounds like something they would do 100 years ago because they didn't have anything else to do. Yeah. Just <laughs> teeth for candy. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a celebration of... of lost tooths it's a celebration of lost so maybe uh maybe it was a situation where a hundred years ago the town levy was about to was starting to crack Mm -hmm. yes go ahead well i was gonna say it's it's a family tradition not a town tradition no i'm taking it to the whole town yeah the whole town's smiling well yeah it started as a family tradition but now the whole town is involved so okay. over the years, it's led to the whole town. Okay. But it started as a family tradition. Okay. All right. Hmm. That's my understanding. <laughs> Having not read the article yourself. I don't want to squash your idea. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, so I imagine the what I was thinking, what I was going to say was that the... The town, <laughs> so stupid. The listen to what we're doing. Everything is stupid. <laughs> what I imagined is like the levee holding back water from flooding the town. There was like a little sp- spurt of water coming through. Yeah, that and, makes sense. And a little kid took his tooth out and plugged it with it, and he saved the town. Oh. <laughs> so now they all celebrate Tooth Day. That's a champion. The day the town was saved from sure flooding. Yeah. Because of Timmy's tooth. I think that's what it was, too. That little tot tooth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And for years, no one knew about what he did. And it was just like a a secret tradition with the family. Right. And then, you know, I think uh, Timmy's grandkids later were like, you know, that was my grandfather. And the whole town was like, oh, boy, this has been a mystery. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then there's a the tooth parade. Yeah. Takes place. Yeah. 
Dentists uh, love it. They flock. <laughs> they flock it's there. Just, at the end of the parade, it's just a dentist in the, instead of Santa. Yeah. And instead of throwing candy or, or gum out, they throw toothbrushes and toothpaste. <laughs> Those little tubes of toothpaste. Yeah. <laughs> fun, the fun size toothpaste and uh, toothbrushes. Yeah. And attached to every single one are all the business cards for the dentists in the area. <laughs> it's such a... Was the, it was a family of dentists, wasn't it? What a float, it? huh? <laughs> As a family dentist, yeah. What do you envision this being? Yeah, I I think that it, it because it has extended to the town, I definitely uh, understand that there is a parade that occurs. Uh, everyone celebrates. And uh, it, like you said, the, the tooth fairy, I think it has to do with that. So that sort of tradition of, uh, you know, you know, maybe the the town goes to bed and they they leave a tooth under their front mat. Yeah, yeah. And then when they wake up, they so you have... want people coming in the house. No, no. So they leave it under their welcome mat mm-hmm. and or in their mailbox if they don't have one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so when they come out the next day, they'll have like a little uh gem or a prize. It, nothing like super valuable or anything, sure. but very special and it was a tradition with this family for years i like that maybe the uh maybe that's the whole well i guess the tooth fairy idea has been around for more than a hundred years but i was just thinking maybe this is where the whole tooth fairy idea came from yeah yeah it's been around for a little bit longer the tooth fairy i mean i think that the the idea of this was because um at the time this started was during the great depression Mm -hmm. and so this family couldn't afford to like give their kids uh, a a prize or like Mm -hmm. money for Mm -hmm. for you know in place of the tooth fairy and uh so they came up with alternative things like leaving them like maybe uh a gumdrop or you know a um tater tot a tater tot <laughs> or a flower or, you know, just something like really small, yeah. but like still a nice little small reward mm-hmm. for, uh, that achievement into, to growing, yeah. you know, of losing a tooth. So now it's a whole town tradition where someone will leave a tooth and it could be a fake tooth too. <laughs> it doesn't have to be real. And then when you wake up the next day, you might have like a, a potted flower on your store doorstep or an, something. An artificial flower for a fake tooth. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, I was just thinking about when we were talking about the tooth fairy, like, uh, you believed in, did you believe in the tooth fairy when you were a kid? Did the tooth fairy come by? I didn't, I didn't believe in anything. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> I'm just- <laughs> No, I'm sorry. I'm so sad. <laughs> hey, Tiff, describe your childhood. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't believe in anything. And I was unhappy most of the time. Kids were really mean. Sometimes I had a leech stuck to my toe. <laughs> Gym class was always a treat. <laughs> other than that, it was mostly shrugs. <laughs> <laughs> i'm very sorry well i did not believe in the tooth oh, fairy okay. i think um, i have always been a person of uh reason and i just didn't <laughs> believe in that i don't know well that was that was kind of where i was going with that was that uh the idea that this sort of um mythological or magical creature would 
enter your home as you slept and like be so close to you that it would reach under a pillow and take something out and leave something. That's really creepy. That's terrifying. Like, why did we, why? Santa Claus is also terrifying. Like they all He watches you all the time. Right. He knows if you've been bad or good. Yeah. He watches you go pee or poop. He's <laughs> if you poop, you're bad. <laughs> so hold it in all day. Um, any like, or the Easter Bunny is like a giant bunny, like a giant rabbit. That's terrifying. Like all of this stuff is just creepy and weird. I have to say that the giant rabbit is only terrifying if its eyes are red and its teeth are sharp. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Yeah. Okay, I'm with you on that. All right. Like you might as well just uh, say Bigfoot's coming in the bed. Big <laughs> showing up there. Bigfoot's coming in the bed. <laughs> coming up next on Cinemax. That's right. <laughs> Don't you worry. This is a deep fake. You won't be deep faking those orgasms. I'm Bigfoot. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the whole town is smiling so the whole, big. The whole town smiling big. Yeah. Well, that's just delightful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you tried to salvage it there just a little bit for my grossness. Do you want to uh, go on to the next one? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, new study shows that mental health next stu- new study shows the mental health benefits of doing one childlike thing a day. Yeah. Did I get that about right? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm having trouble reading my awful handwriting. It's like particularly terrible tonight. But your artwork is astonishing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> See, do you feel better from doing that? I did actually. Yeah. Just drawing a little picture yeah. there. I did. Yeah. I feel good. Silly little picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I I think that that's probably true. Doing a child one childlike thing a day is probably beneficial to your mental health. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Like coloring or drawing. Yeah. We should probably do that more. Yeah. Or uh, maybe just dancing silly or uh um pouting when you're mad you know yeah i throw a lot of fits and i feel better afterwards maybe uh, you know call your boss a dookie head that uh, that always feels good (laughs) and then throw a potato at them yeah (laughs) i would uh one childlike thing that i would i think i would enjoy doing as an adult is playing with legos yeah that's probably really fun i think i would enjoy doing that as an adult yeah you know uh, it gets a different part of your brain going and mm. it, it uh, I'm sure it is as beneficial as an adult as it is as a kid. Yeah. I just don't want to, I want to go somewhere and be able to just play with Legos, but not buy them. Does that make sense? Yeah. That makes total sense. They're so, expensive. Yeah, exactly. I don't need any, I don't need to spend money on stuff like that. Why don't we, excuse me, friends. Uh, well, Kevin and I come up with another brilliant business plan. Why don't we buy a bunch of Legos and then say rent a Lego, knock them down. And then, uh, so people come in, they play with Legos 
uh, build something cool, take a picture of it, dismantle it, put the Legos back, ready for the next person. I like this. Yeah. Well, Lego break. Yeah. Lego break. Or Lego brick, I should say. <laughs> break a Lego. Break a Lego. I would do this. Just to have like a half hour of Lego building. Yeah. And then move on with your day. That's terrific. Yeah. We don't, I don't think I do enough. Ch- we, well, I think I act like a child because I'm immature, but it, that doesn't sure. help me uh, feel better during the day. No. Uh, makes me feel worse. So I need to do something even more childlike to compensate for that, I think. <laughs> I think I think the idea is to uh, feel um, completely free. Like, I think that as adults, you, um, the world is full of so many, uh, worries or to-do lists or, uh, um, commitments and, and responsibilities and, and all that, and all that's jumbling in your head all at the same time. And so the idea of this is to give you a moment to just have like complete, like childlike freedom. Mm -hmm. Uh, so you know, taking a crayon and just like, you know, coloring. I mean, that's proven to be very therapeutic. Um, and just, just doing nothing but concentrating on making something pretty, even when you're not artistic Mm -hmm. and being able to take those colors and, you know, everyone can color everyone. Where are you? Uh, we went to a park the uh, the other day and, uh, Georgie O'Keefe came up (laughs) as she does, as we talk about artists. But uh, weren't you saying that she just kind of like... It wasn't me that said that. Okay. It was our friend who's writing something uh, about her. And uh, she's writing some plays. And in her research, she discovered that Georgia O'Keeffe kept asking all these people, how do I I paint with watercolors? How do I paint with watercolors? And... uh, eventually she discovered that it's not something that you can really teach. Like you already have all the tools. You can just do it. Just mm-hmm. take these tools that you have and learn how to use watercolor and discover what works for you. Take these tools and, and make them your own rather than uh, concentrating so much on what is right and wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a very good uh, example to bring up, Kev, because uh, that's that's basically what this uh, research is showing. Yeah, I think that's really interesting. Like, uh, you don't have to. I guess even like with an instrument too, like right, like you don't need to know, like how to read music or write a song, but couldn't you, because of your complete lack of training, could you stumble upon something entirely new? Uh-huh. Because of that. Yeah. I think people hum a tune all the time and your voice is an instrument. So, That's true. you know, singing a silly song, n- no matter how, um, silly random it is. Yeah. Silly. There, there's no other word. Uh, so like I'm going to the store and I'm going to buy some bread and I'm really excited about it. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> now that's what I call bread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so stuff like that is just you know we do that quite a bit so i guess we do do a lot of childlike stuff sure not a lot but i mean we do some things yeah i you know i i never um i've thought about this before i don't know if i've if we've talked about this like when people whistle or hum those are all completely uh original songs people are doing right like people don't usually whistle 
right. a popular song. Right, right. So it's like people just have this natural ability to want to create something, I think. Yeah, absolutely. But I there's think, no musical training. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, I I think that um this this sort of behavior and, and this freeing uh habit uh is really good for people because it allows their it's like a good stress reliever. Yeah, for sure. You know, we definitely need more of that nowadays. I think so. Yeah. Hence me drinking CBD oil infused tea and doing <laughs> yoga. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. It's good stuff. And good. it's good. I mean, cause I'm a mess. I, <laughs> I realized that uh mental health month just ended, but I think it's really, oh, really? yeah, it was last month. Did and, you know? uh, I, you know, I think it's important personally uh, to take care of yourself physically and mentally. And, and that's all, it all, it's all connected, mm-hmm. you know? So taking something like, uh, you know, coloring and plopping yourself down and stop moving for a minute and just having a moment of stillness and concentration on that rather than all of the chaos that's constantly around you. It's, it's super important. I think. Yeah. I think so too. So, it's the closest people are going to get to like meditation nowadays. Yeah. I mean, unless someone actually makes a habit of meditating right. and, and force yourself to put that into your schedule, everyone has time to do it at least 10 minutes. That's true. We, uh, that is very true. Yeah. That's a latte. Bay area shop is selling $75 cups of coffee. Yeah. Holy crap. What could be in it? Gold? Cocaine. Cocaine. (laughs) For the busy Bay Area business people that need to go, go, go. Do you need a little extra (laughs) pick-me-up? Is that espresso just uh, not fast enough? Not enough. enough. (laughs) Have you ever wanted to shit your pants at work? (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever wanted to just talk manically to people at work and then just shit right in front of them? (laughs) Well, have we got the thing for you? <laughs> cacafi. <laughs> cacafi. <laughs> Why it's called cacafi? Because you'll be cacawing like a bird by the window. You'll be so zonkered out of your mind. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yes, I'll take the uh, eight ball of coffee, please. <laughs> No room for cream, please. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I'll have... I need all the coffee I can get. <laughs> I'll have a, uh, I'll have a chai tea latte with a gram of oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> would you pay seventy five dollars for a cup of coffee? No, I would not. Not under any circumstance. I would. I would like to think that even if I had. Even if I, even if $75 was like $2 to me because I had so much money, I still, I would hope that I wouldn't buy that still. Yeah. Good. Like I would hope, right? You would hope that you wouldn't change who you, like those types of uh, ideals that you would have or. I agree. Yeah. Who am I kidding? Like if I became a millionaire, I'd be buying $75 cups of coffee all the time to impress people. I think you would do it just once to try it. Yeah, I probably would. You know what I would do? I would buy it. And then I would give it to a little kid. I'd be like, hey, kid, here you go. Here's a cup of coffee. Gee, thanks, mister. Yeah. I'm going to go run until I bleed. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell your mom there's uh, cocaine in there. 
<laughs> <C-c-c-coffee>. <laughs> it's like it the- causes the kid's hair to like stand on end like a chia pet. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I've been awake since Tuesday. <laughs> oh that's sad oh that's not that kid shouldn't be doing drugs (laughs) this is actually terrible we're drinking coffee i know well the coffee's the least of its problems there's (laughs) cocaine in it (laughs) uh (laughs) that's funny and it's not but it is it's very yes it's all silly no people no real people were hurt during the making of this (laughs) (laughs) just as Oh, just we're hurt people. That's the, that's different. I think that I would probably try it if I had the money. I really would. Yeah. Yeah. What could be in it besides cocaine? <laughs> uh, maybe it's uh, where it's grown. Maybe it's grown in like oh, a yeah. very um, far off land that requires a lot of work to get to it. So it's kind of rare. Like a remote mountain. Yeah. Okay. Like I'm with you on that. Somewhere in the French Alps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would make sense. Yeah. That would make sense. The uh the cost to get it to over to the Bay Area. Yeah. And Cal California is always at late well, San Francisco, you know, it uh, um I think it seems to be kind of a trendy place. I mean, it's not yeah. quite Seattle where it has Starbucks, but <laughs> um, maybe that's what they're trying to do is compete with that. That could be. Uh, that sort of uh, marketing and trendiness of uh, Starbucks. It's uh, it's uh, Starbucks coffee with San Francisco prices. Yeah. I think that's, that's it. The perfect combination. Yeah. The uh, only size that this comes in is a whoa. <laughs> that was, that's a joke for you that's a joke for you that's a joke straight from your brain out of my mouth <laughs> oh man it's happening the singularity is happening it's gross we need to not spend so much time together that's not true and you know that i know i love it <laughs> i mean imagine think about how many cups of coffee you drink during the day so this couldn't be like a con this has to be like a special occasion type situation yeah i think so too mm-hmm. yeah absolutely could you imagine do you remember that show fringe i do there was like a in the show there was an (gasps) alternate reality that took well i guess was an alternate would you call it no a parallel universe that existed yeah where coffee had become uh scarce yeah like you you couldn't have it anymore and i don't want to live in that world yeah i mean i I mean i love tea but but i bet you before that it finally all disappeared it was probably 75 dollars a cup yeah so something that's a specialty and a rarity Mm mm-hmm I think that that would certainly up the price, yeah. It certainly would. Mm-hmm. Kevin? Yes. Uh, what what do you think this coffee tastes like? Do you think it's <laughs> it's smooth? Do you think it's really bitter? Do you think it's um, probably uh, sweet for some unknown reason? I would imagine it would be like a bold yet smooth, mm-hmm. highly caffeinated cup of coffee for $75. Okay. Okay. You know what I was going to ask you about? Uh, speaking of uh, the, we went to a, the Greek festival this weekend. We did. And uh, the Buffalo Greek Festival. And uh, Tiffany, you had Greek coffee. 
Yeah, I liked it, and I would drink it again. Now, would you, th- what I described, a bold, rich, caffeinated beverage, did, is that what you had? Yeah, it is. I think that's what I would imagine this coffee tastes like, too. Something mm-hmm. very similar. There, I mean, uh, the Greek coffee that I had, it was basically an espresso. It had, like, a lot of sludge in the bottom, though. Oh, no. Which was not for me. No, I don't like that. Because uh, I took, like... You know, the little less swig because I was like, I paid three dollars for this tiny little thing. <laughs> it was a very tiny cup of coffee, and it was like sludge in the bottom. Uh, so I would like to think that this seventy-five dollar cup of coffee would not have that sludge. No sludge. No sludge. Ugh. No, thank you. But it had like it had a a little bit of a a sweetness to it, almost like it had um like like a hint of vanilla or something or okay. a hint of chocolate. Like it was just sweet. Just a little something there. Yeah. And it was very good. A little something sweet there. Mm-hmm. That's how the Greeks are. Yeah. Yeah, you are. <laughs> a little dab of sweetness. Yeah. Um, do you think with the, I mean, I know my, like my parents and grandparents, sometimes when they see the cost of a cup of coffee, freak out. Because they're like, in my day, it was five cents. So probably in 50 years with inflation, $75 would be the cost of a cup of coffee. As shocking as that is, uh, $75 probably will be the cost of a cup of coffee by the time we're 85. Yes. By the time we're 85, we probably won't be allowed to drink coffee anymore. Is there an age limit? Well, I mean, not like you're too, you must be this old to have a cup of coffee. It'll stunt your growth, kid. <laughs> I guess old people drink coffee, don't they? I don't know. I was thinking like. I assume so. My grandpa always drank coffee. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking we'll, we would be drinking like uh, Metamucil and that kind of stuff. I would like to hope that I'll, I'll take good care of my body, that I won't necessarily need something like that. All right. Fair enough. Fair we'll enough. see what happens. Okay. You don't know a lot about old folk, do you? I don't. No. I, I feel like I'm becoming one rapidly recently, but I don't know enough about them. <laughs> I should uh, understand my future. <laughs> <laughs> I'm researching my future. You're going to sit down with an older person and be like, um, I'm I'm researching myself in... Uh, uh, <laughs> In about 20 years or less, depending on how my mind declines. Uh, can you tell me, uh, I'm just going to jot down some notes here. Uh, what is it that uh, you drink every day? Do you still drink coffee or is it just strictly Metamucil now? I drink hot prune juice. Oh, God. It's got to be hot. Oh, God. Because it's the only way to stop the trots. That's disgusting. <laughs> that can't be the only way, sir. I don't know. Dr. Zodas. Dr. Charles. That's right. It's me the whole You're time. You're in disguise. It was me, Tiffy. I did never left your apartment. I've been, that, that hasn't been an ottoman you've been resting your feet on. It's been my back. That's so gross. <laughs> Get out of here, Dr. Charles. All right. Carry on. Kevin, what headline do you think is real? Before <laughs> <laughs> this gets too weird. It started to go in a weird place. I liked it. I, had, I was enjoying myself. Uh, I want to go with the uh, Happy Tooth Day as being a real story. Happy Tooth Day. Happy Tooth Day. That is a fake fake headline. You could tell. It's a fake headline. All right. You could tell by my face after after you guessed. 
Yeah, I, yeah. I knew you were winding up for. A, I was winding up. You were winding up to to shut me down. Um. All right. Well, I'm gonna go with the childlike mental health thing as being the real story. Okay. Um. You're wrong. Son of a gun. That's a fake headline. But I bet there's a little bit of truth to it. That's my guess. You're probably right, though. That's okay. I uh, really thought that, uh, like when you when you said thanks a latte or that's a latte, like that when you first said that, I thought this is gonna be a fake one <laughs> because it sounds like something you would write. I know. That's why I picked this one. <laughs> I was like, did I write this? Nope. But then I was like, after going through these three, I'm like, I don't really know. I can't tell. <laughs> Uh okay, so my headline that's a latte. Bay Area shop brews seventy five dollar cups of coffee. Um, this is from an ABC affiliate mm. uh, in San Francisco. Uh, the world's new record holder for the most expensive cup of coffee will soon be available at one roasting company in San Francisco. Clatch Coffee Roasters has one location in the Bay Area and several locations in Southern California. Together, they'll be splitting 10 pounds of the super-exclusive Elita Geisha 803, which costs $803 a pound wholesale. Whoa. That's a type of coffee? Yeah. Holy shit. After roasting, it's close to $1,200 a pound. Wow. Uh, Co-owner of Clatch's Northern California location is Bo Thierra. His excitement... (laughs) Of course it is. I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I imagine because like, it's Bo. Yeah, and then I, I imagine. Hey, Bo, what you got brewing today? I, I imagine like uh, the guy from Dukes of Hazard meets <laughs> Guy Fieri. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got this gnarly brew. It's real expensive, but it's real tight. You know, he's New York. I don't know. I can't do anything other than that. Uh, <laughs> Co-owner of Clatch's Northern California location is Bo Thierra. His excitement in describing the exclusivity and the quality of the Elite Geisha 803 is palpable. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I had practiced like a, a funny SoCal voice, but I can't. <laughs> it's a unique coffee that comes from Panama. It's by far better and it's... It's by far better than any of the coffee you hear about that comes from animals, which I didn't know that was a thing. Wait, what? Didn't know that was a thing. Coffee from animals? Hold on. Oh, oh. Thiara is describing the Kopi Luwak variety of coffee made from a cat-like mammal that are fed the beans and then pooped out. <laughs> Which to what? many is considered more of a fad specialty that attributes that attributes to the coffee's taste. Why are people doing that? That was the sludge you had in your coffee. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. It was from a Greek whatever that was you just mm. described. <laughs> <laughs> that is insane. Yeah, so it's a cat-like mammal. They're fed the beans, then they poop out the beans... And that's where the coffee comes from. Just get a Keurig. You don't need to do that. <laughs> There's better ways. It's it so you much easier. You don't need to eat poop coffee. Uh, oh, no. <sighs> Thiara believes that this market <laughs> this market is ready for $75 Panamanian coffee. Oh, my God. Are they? 
Uh, San Francisco is one of those places where people appreciate fine stuff. Yeah, they sure do. If that's the case, Clatch Coffee's latest offering is the finest of the fine, at least according to the Best of Panama competition. Oh. <laughs> How, did you say there was like 800 pounds of this stuff that was being uh, yes. circulated between the three stores or whatever? Yeah, so the... How oh. many little cats had to shit? Well, this isn't the shit coffee. This is a different kind of coffee. All right. Uh, so the he what he was saying was that um, this unique Alita Geisha coffee is is better um it's better than any of the coffee you hear about that comes from animals okay gotcha okay, okay sorry oh, yeah. i got fixated on that yeah coffee poop so it's not that he's okay. he's saying that it's better, better than, than any that. of that shit okay <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh, the Elite Geisha 803 was auctioned off to buyers all over the world. Out of an available 100 pounds, Clatch Roasters owns only 10 pounds in the entire United States. Wow. Uh, do the math, and that's just 80 cups of coffee across the entire United States split between San Francisco and L.A. It's of course. so exclusive, even the baristas, who, according, according to Thiara, trained 406 hours to work at Clatch, wanted to be extra careful preparing the elite geisha 803 wow that's really crazy that is really crazy um uh thiara provides us several tiny cups to sample must be the journalist Mm -hmm. he explains the fruity notes come out uh and evolve as the coffee begins to cool down and change temperature upon trying a first sip it becomes apparent the fruity blueberry like notes and smoothness so it's, you know, a little fruity. It's smooth, like mm-hmm. you said. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting that the coffee has a different flavor as it cools down. I that is that weird. Cool. Yeah. Uh, the coffee is not over-roasted like what you get at other places. It's roasted how coffee used to be roasted back in the day. I don't know what back wow. in the day might yeah. be. Uh, okay, hipster. We don't know all this. Uh, <laughs> coffee roasted back in the day <laughs> to me means... Maxwell House on a drip coffee maker. <laughs> That's back in the day for us. <laughs> or a percolator. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, the beans of the Geisha 803 are organic and from a single source in direct trade as all of, as are all of Clatch's offerings. Education in knowing z- exactly where the coffee comes from and down to the elevation Geisha, Geisha's is harvested from 16, uh, from 1,670 to 1,820 meters above sea level. Oh, wow. Um, and these, this is made clear to customers. Well, Thiara knows the Geisha 803 isn't for everyone. There are coffees at different price points at Clatch, ranging from 4 to $12. He points out there is a different purpose to how they present their products. The objective is to just introduce people to this great coffee. That's so insane. That, yeah. Yep. So it was a remote uh, coffee bean. Yes. As we suspected. Yes. So bizarre. But I did learn that the, sometimes people drink coffee from um, cat-like butts. <laughs> That's so disgusting. Hey, Chloe. Let's try something. And she says she'll never dry, She'll ma- never make us coffee. <laughs> maybe because when we ask her for coffee, that's why. Maybe that's why, because when we ask her for a cup of coffee, she's thinking that. You guys, I'm not going through that. Grody. That's not what I'm here for. Well, we did it. I'm family. (laughs) 
Hey, Kev, we did it. Hey. What a great show. We did good. Yeah. Uh, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. You can check us out on uh, Twitter at FakeHeadPod. On Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest at Fake Headlines Podcast. You can search search for us on PodCoin and Luminosity at Fake Headlines Podcast as well. We're available wherever fine podcasts are located. We are newly on iHeartRadio, so that's pretty dope. Yeah. And uh, if you could, uh, on Apple Podcasts or wherever you can uh, rate us, please leave us a five-star review. That would be really terrific. It helps get the word out about us. And uh, we love doing this show, so we want to have people enjoy us as well. Yes. Does that make sense? It does. I just want friends. We just need, we need people. Yeah. We need you. We love you guys. So thank you for spreading the word. Yeah. We appreciate it. Yeah. And if you ever come across anything weird, shoot it over to our social media. You can always email us at fakeheadlinespodcast at gmail.com. All right. And uh, that's it, folks. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Bye.